right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Love and Color. This is our Love and Pride edition. And today in the studio, as always, it's Eli alongside Dr. Katrina. Peace and blessings, folks. And today we are blessed to have a guest host with us. Hello, everyone. Me, Shor Mook. All right. We, um, so for, for tea time, <clears throat> I just wanted to, to tell y'all how I met the lovely Miss Mook here. <laughs> I was uh, networking on one of the apps. <laughs> and I uh, ran across her um, her boss, who is with. Uh, well, I'll, I'll I'll let her talk about the organization, but I ran into her boss and uh, was telling him about the podcast and um, asking if there was anybody from this organization that might be interested in guest hosting, and and uh, he put me in contact with Miss Mook here. And she called me, and I thought her voice was sounding, you know, a certain type of way, kind of sexy-like. So I immediately got... It's truth. <laughs> I immediately got on the staff directory. Scroll, 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 scroll. Okay. <laughs> the voice and the face match. Oh, thank um, you. I was, I was really keen to uh to meet and have her in the recording studio um and then later on that day <laughs> we went to a happy hour um put on by pacific northwest black pride um and uh remind me where was the what was the restaurant called poco poco that's right it was yes. poco and it was it's a black owned business and it was crowded with community I had never seen before. Um, it was a really good vibe. I had a great time talking with Mijor. And uh, even though we, we waited 40 minutes for a cocktail, <laughs> when it came, the cocktail was wonderful. But, it was. Um, the conversation kept me going in the meantime. Right on. <laughs> Definitely good conversation. Yeah. So tell me, uh, Tell us about you and the organization that you work with and all the things. Of course, of course. So first and foremost, I am a black trans woman um, and I work for a nonprofit organization called POCAN. Um, we're a health equity um, community organization. We have 12 different programs. Um, there my role is I'm a transgender economic empowerment coordinator. Um, mm. So I focus on policy changes, legislation, yes. um, different um highlighted visibility around trans lived experiences and struggles and challenges that we face. Um, trying to break barriers is the most challenging thing, but um, I'm excited to be a part of community and um, be black um, in the community and, and representing for my trans community. All right. Um, yes. Strong work. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. And you are not from here, is that right? I'm not. I'm from Sandy City, Utah, All um, right. Mormon capital. <laughs> I'm not a Mormon, but you know. <laughs> I love they, them. They're not ready for all that. <laughs> Look, I won't turn them down. I won't turn them down <laughs> when they knock on my door, but, you know. <laughs> nice. All right. So how long have you been out here in the Pacific Northwest? I've been in Pacific Northwest. It'll be four years, October 19th. All right. <laughs> so I'm still a baby here. What do you think uh, so far? <laughs> you know, it's very diverse. It's very diverse. To me, it is, it's very diverse. It is um, very liberated. Um, for um, not necessarily, I wouldn't say people of color, but we are making our way here. 
Um, slowly but surely, we are making a stronger impact um, in the black community, um, in the black queer um, community, in the black trans community. We are making a, um, a stronger impact um, and trying to get recognized. Um, but I will say I do love it. Outside of the rain, um, unfortunately, <laughs> people do know that I'm not from here because I still carry... An umbrella, I know, oh. sadly. That will give you away. <laughs> Backup umbrellas, because I forget about an umbrella, because the way the weather here changes all the time. All the time. <laughs> That's why we don't mess with umbrellas. Yeah. But you got to have one. I, I don't wear know. Wear layers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. It's all about the hood. You flip it up, Boom. put it back It down. is all about the hood. I've seen somebody in um, flip-flops walking uh, in the rain. Yes. I was just like, okay. This is the thing here. People are used to it. <laughs> they are. <laughs> so I'm trying to catch on the way, but, uh, you know. All right. Well, we are glad that you are both here in uh, the Pacific Northwest and mm-hmm. here in the studio with us today. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. So, like I said, this is an episode of our Love and Pride mm-hmm. series um, in honor of Pride Month. which uh, here in the States and actually all over the world is celebrated in June. And uh, I don't know, do do folks know why it's celebrated in June? Well, uh, from my perspective of why it's celebrated, um, because we've been trying to make a way for many years. Um, We've been marginalized and oppressed, um, just being black and on top of being queer um, and trying to live our lives every day. It's been hard. Um, trying to get a lot of, well, we have been getting a lot of pushback for many years. Uh, we've been murdered. Uh, we've been raped. We've been abused um, verbally and physically. Um, and so um, we're tired um, and, and we're representing for our community and we're standing up um, for what's right, for what's ours. Um, and we're taking back our right and our voice um, as human people living an experience um, outside of um, different races and um, genders. So that is all real and that's all very true and so my question though was why in june in particular i'm guessing stonewall and that is correct dr katrina all right and i mean of course all of the things that um that major was saying led up to stonewall Mm -hmm. and that was i mean how many ever dec- how many decades ago, right? And we're still in that same struggle. But I love a good uprising though. Shout out to Marsha P. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I'm so glad she's finally getting the shine. She is getting recognized, yes. That um she deserves. She deserves it for sure. So Stonewall. Um, I think most of us listening should should know this story by now, but it bears a brief retelling. It's so good. Yep. So much so much good drama. You can always <laughs> count on the queens for that. So picture this. New York. A hot summer, sticky summer night in 1969. The summer of love, political agitation, the Vietnam War is is raging. I love the storytelling that you're going <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> and in a little bar in in uh, in the village, a group of queer people gathered to just have an evening, you know connect with some friends, maybe get some tail. Who knows, right? Probably the same things motivating us to go out today. We're motivating them that hot, sticky summer night. For sure. 
But unfortunately for them, it was 1969 and masquerading, which is dressing in clothing of the quote unquote opposite gender, was a crime. Um, masquerading? Masquerading is what gotcha. it was called. Yeah. Um, it was a crime. And also, homo- being homosexual and homo- homosexual acts, heavy air quotes here, um, was also uh, considered a crime. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. was hard for uh, establishments that were catering to the queer community to get liquor licenses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so this place was raided ostensibly because of you know a lack of a liquor license and proper... Uh, proper papers, but really it was just the New York City um, Police Department's uh, just very thinly veiled attempt at harassing the queer community and also making money because there were bribes um, that were given in exchange for turning a blind eye. Uh, So anyhow, this was just another routine shakedown but everybody had just kind of had enough, right? They yeah. were done. No it was more. too hot for all this. People just wanted to like, have a good time. People were sweating out their edges, you right. know, upset. The Jerry curls. Right? I think it might have been pre-Jerry curl. Might have been pre-that. Right. But whatever it was, they were sweating it out. Right. And then the cops turn up. And I think it might have actually been the second night of raids. It might have been the second night. And so maybe folks were, tensions were a little bit high after the first mm-hmm. night. Um, and then there was quite a bit of pushback. And there there's some mm-hmm. debate about who threw the first brick or bottle or stone or whatever it was. Some folks say it was Marsha P. Johnson. Other, other folks say it was another uh, trans woman of color by the name of Sylvia Rivera. Mm-hmm. Um, Marsha P. Johnson subsequently in an interview many, like 20 years after the fact, said that she showed up to the uprising while it was in full swing. So it could not have been her Mm. that threw the first bottle. But, you know, we'll never know. It was before smartphones. The point is, (laughs) (laughs) these two women were in the thick of it. And they gave the cops a run for their money because they weren't ready. They were sleeping on these people because they thought like, oh, and, and forgive my use of the term here, but they were like, oh, these are just some weak... Like sissies, or these are just some facts. Right. You know, they're not going to fight back. Of course, they're you know they don't they don't want the embarrassment of having because at the time also people's names right. would be run in the paper. In the paper. Mm-hmm. So They'd they call you out they would call you out. You know, and not 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 even to mention the brutality that you would be subjected to right. during the arrest or the confrontation itself. So these these cops just thought like this is an easy mark. You know, they're, they're, we're not going to suffer consequences yeah. for preying on this group of people. Right. Um, and then they found out <laughs> they were wrong, though. And and the patrons of the bar and, and some of the people who work there actually turned the tables and started throwing things at the people trying to arrest them such that the cops had to seek refuge inside of the bar. They barricaded themselves <laughs> inside the bar wow. while the queens and them were like rallying yeah, outside right. and then more and more people turned up and the the situation like definitely turned a corner that no one was expecting this was not planned right but they were ready an, to go but they were ready 
Okay, they, came, yeah. they were ready. So the, the standoff went on into the wee hours of the morning. Um, until finally more backup came to rescue the folks that were trapped inside of the establishment. And and then from there, you know, that became this rallying point mm-hmm. um, for, for the community uh, there in New York to stage a series of ongoing protests. And, you know, long story short, the those those protests that grew out of that June uprising, and I should say that Stonewall happened in June of 1969, mm-hmm. um, and that is why um, I believe it was it might have been the 28th of June. Um, yeah, the 28th of June in 1969, and that is why Pride is historically uh, celebrated that last weekend in June mm-hmm. uh, to commemorate that uprising. But what has happened in those intervening decades, and, um, you know, again, I'm I'm so happy that Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera are finally getting the shine that they deserve mm-hmm. because what has transpired in these intervening decades is that pride has really um, been whitewashed. And and when I say whitewashed, yeah. I mean just that. Like mm-hmm. the the fact that black trans women started that uprising has been largely forgotten. Mm-hmm. And so now, you know, movies like Stonewall have this um, white kid from like Iowa or whatever as the um, main protagonist in the story. But that that was not who was at the center of mm-hmm. that night. Um and, and similarly to my beef with uh, that second wave of feminism is yeah. that the, how do I put this? The white respectable gays <laughs> decided, um, decided that they were the ones that should be in the center and that issues and considerations um, for people who were of color or who were of, who were trans, were going to somehow derail the movement, right? It's like, well, let let us just let us just get these these gay rights. Let us just get this the right to marry. Let mm-hmm. us just get this sorted out, and then we'll come for you later. Mm-hmm. And that's always when the drama start yeah, always that's happens. Always, but whether we're talking about feminism, whether we're talking about queer yep. rights, whatever the situation is, mm-hmm. we find ourselves in this position where mm-hmm. it's like, baby, we'll get to you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. So so in that whole process, in my opinion. Pride celebrations have it's it's been really white and very now commercialized, such that Damn. we have um, various vodka brands. I'm not going to name them here. Various vodka brands, you know, with the big pride flag mm-hmm. and handing out samples and things, you know, and encouraging us to ha- continue to harm ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right? That's fine. They'll take our money. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I I really take issue with that because I feel like we're getting away from the core of it. I mean, the party's nice. Hey, don't get me wrong. I'm never going to turn down a turn up. Right. <laughs> okay? But let's not forget 
why we are turning up. Mm-hmm. Okay, why we it's, are here. It's it's not enough just to party. Like we are partying on the backs of these women. We are honoring. Yeah, we should be honoring. Mm-hmm. Right. So in in that vein. Tell us a little bit about Pacific Northwest Black Pride, which is how we met. (laughs) Pacific Northwest Black Pride, um, this is our fifth um, annual year, um, Black Pride. Um, We've really started off kind of slowly but surely. Um, There's a a lot of pride in -hmm. Washington, (laughs) like a lot of pride. So um, it gets a bit overwhelming. Uh, we, We normally push ours a little bit towards the end of the year. Um, only to kind of just captivate everybody that's kind of had their party and done and then give it a break and then come back and, and really celebrate and turn up the right way, um, honoring our black queer folks um, in the community um, and outside of the community that are probably new to Seattle. Um, we we are excited this year because we're back open. COVID has taken a toll on us um, last year, unfortunately, like like everybody else. Yeah. Um, we were doing a hybrid situation where we did have um, a virtual um, Zoom linked to our workshops and our different events so people could still attend sitting in their living room or rooms. Um, so that was pretty it was pretty okay. It was it was different um, for everybody, but we we got through it. It was still s- somewhat of a successful um, pride. Um, we're just used to being open and being out um, outdoors um, and having more of a space, um, local parks and stuff like that. This year, um, we're pretty excited because we're we're full. We're fully um, stacked when it comes to our different events. We have a lot of performers um, coming in. Um, and we have we're highlighting some local performance and artists um, to showcase different talents here in Seattle mm-hmm. um, that are specifically black and queer. Hopefully you'll tell us about some of those artists later. <laughs> yes. Yes. If right. I can name them all. Um, I can highlight I can highlight some major ones and, and then I can definitely I'm, I'm not too sure if we have down um, our local artists yet, um, only because everybody is still kind of transitioning back right right um mm-hmm. and so we're excited to reach out and and to have some new faces here um, performing um and i'm excited um so let me jump in um with certain events that we're having um we're going to start our our celebration off on the 18th of august um and then it's going to go through the 21st um where we start off with a sip and paint um, this year we're going to do last year we had a sip and paint um, but we didn't have no new models um, so this year we're going to speed things and spice things up. Um, so we're going to have a new model. Um, so adults hey. only, 21, okay. 21 hey. and up only. Appreciate that. Maybe 18, but you know. But I will figure it out. <laughs> well, Stick maybe if figures, there's like okay. an object or, you know, right. you'll get creative and motivated. <laughs> like like us all. Um, I'm pretty excited um, <laughs> for that event specifically. Okay. Um, you know, you did not tell <laughs> and me. And I'm single, and I'm single, so Ooh. I'm I'm really excited. You, you saw y'all how she just dropped that real subtle. I'm single. <laughs> All right, we'll make sure and have photos on our website. Yes, 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 please. <laughs> and then following um, the sip and paint, we're gonna jump into um, shoot your shot, um, more of a networking mixer. Um, we will have a specialist professional come out, um, Lamont White. 
Um, he's going to come in and he's going to connect people with their matches. And and and, and we're going to do something totally different. It's not necessarily going to be a, a love matchmaking thing, um, more of a networking thing. So people who are new in Seattle, who are looking for friends, who, who may not have the right language to, to find friends or know the different spaces to look out for fan, friends. Um, so... Um, that that will be something interesting because a lot of people are always looking for love and and sometimes we have to start off friends, um, so I'm excited for that and then community partnership as well, um, for people who are who are opening their businesses on how to open their businesses and the right people to talk to and connect to, um, to show you the different ropes um, that they've experienced along their business journey. Um, new up and coming black queer um, entrepreneurs um, are going to be in the building this year as well. Um, I'm pretty excited because um, I actually was a part of a black drag um, show um, at Langston Hughes um, this year. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Was it last year? This year's kind of going by. What fast. is time? <laughs> right. Um, but we, we've highlighted some. Um, there was a lot of queer vendors there. So I'm pretty excited to have them um, a part of um, our festival. Um, and then following the... Uh, the shoot your shot dating experience. We will. Um, whoa, 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 whoa! Let me, hang on. I, I want to circle back to the shoot your shot. Uh huh. So we're saying that it is like networking. Networking. I say dating because I'm single. Oh, okay. But <laughs> so it, dating for me, networking for everyone else who who are already right. in relationships or or may not be looking for love and just looking for somebody um, to help them along the way and, and and whatever it is they're looking for um, their journey and 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 in, in the black community, um, LGBTQIA plus community um, who are like I said new to Seattle who are just new to to their um, sexual um, preferences and identity. Um, and so I'm pretty excited to to really have that workshop because we need that. I I, I know a lot of people who are more introverted um, because of the rain. Um, so it'll get us out. We'll get them out of. I said that's because I'm an introvert. Low I was about to <laughs> say you, when you when we first met, that was one of the first things that you said about yourself. Yes, I am. I, well, it's because of the rain, you know. <laughs> Girl, you just moved here. You've been an introvert. Don't even. <laughs> no, I used to be out. I used uh-huh. to be out. But I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm converting over. I'm trying okay. to, I'm trying to dibble dabble on both of the sides. Right. So I'm, so I'm trying to I, maneuver. I wanted, I wanted to drill down on the the networking thing. Heavy, mm-hmm. heavy air quotes on the networking because yes. you know this this is a a um, podcast for people who like to date. So <laughs> just. I well, love that well, you're having that event, though, because I remember when I moved here, it was really hard to find out where where I could connect mm-hmm. with other black queers in that yeah. way. Like, it's really hard out here. So I appreciate yeah. that. It's yeah. really just now for me that I'm connecting and I've been here since 2006. Right. You must be an introvert. No, <laughs> I am not. I'm very solidly an extrovert. This, this pandemic has been tough stuff for me. Well, for all of us. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, anyway. I'm pretty excited though. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to have you guys. What, what um, date there. is that? The that is. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me lock that in. Huh? Yeah. That is the August 18th. Dang. Mm-hmm. That is August 18th. And, okay. and remember, we are going to be sip, sipping and and, and doodling. Um, uh-huh. A model. So uh-huh. I'm pretty. I say doodle. Doodle. I'm, I'm not an artist. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, to doodle y'all. <laughs> but see, this is a whole full uh weekend of, of just celebration, of connection, of um community partnership, mm-hmm. collaboration, um, you know, potentially getting people to speak on the podcast and yep. showcase their businesses or work or organizations or whatever it is that they're they're do they're doing. Um, some artists, you know, and highlight them and where they're showcasing their work at. All right. Um so what else you got? We are we are gonna follow we are like fully packed, I'm telling y'all. Right. So we're following up behind that with a reception. 
Um, our receptions are usually just honoring um, our funders, um, people who have funded us and donated to us um, and collaborated with us during that funding um, for our Black Pride specifically. Um, and so, and then really just engaging with people, um, more of a set social networking thing, getting people pumped and interacting with each other. Um, so you, when you get to our, our Black Pride Festival, you won't be running around acting like you don't know nobody. So um, we're excited for our reception last year. It, it really was a good turnout. Um, it really was a good turnout because it was reaching the peak of um, getting out of all of that COVID stuff. Mm. Um, so mm-hmm. we were we were excited to be out in in, in a space yeah. with where we're all we we can see each other's faces instead of Zoom because that's kind of where everybody's right. been on right um, or just more than see each other's faces but feel each other's energies exactly right, right. Yeah. exactly um, and then following our reception we're gonna have a black expo um, more of our, our vendors and stuff things of that nature. Um, like I said, it's all about community. We should so. get in on that, Dr. Katrina. The expo? Yeah. <laughs> Do you need more people or vendors or anything um, like whoever, that? Whoever you know. I mean, it can be you. It can be people who you know who are who are looking out to get in the community and, and, and whatever it is. Um, to, okay. to, like I said, connect and, and meet people. Um, there, there, we, we met a lot of queer vendors last year, so I was pretty, pretty shocked and surprised to see people. I'm like, whoa, okay, you're doing this awesome. here. So... Um, I'm looking for a sugar mama, so I feel like I need to be there. A that. sugar mama? Oh, there's, there's, a, there's a, a lot of sugar mamas, sugar babies, okay? <laughs> I can tell you that. So make sure you bring all your sugar because they, they will be there. Got it. Um, but I'm pretty I'm pretty excited for the Black Expo only because it's highlighting our, all of our black queer folks yeah. um, in community that Talents. are doing something positive and giving back to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times vendors are just giving out free free swag bags or just anything to promote. Um, and And free food, you know, things of that nature. So I'm excited for that because it gives it gives all the opportunity to get out and see people and, and to be inspired, right? Um, a lot of people might want to be an entrepreneur and figure out how to how to jumpstart their business, right? Um, and so this is all what we're about is really coming together and connecting and, and sharing our experiences and, and our journeys and, and really collaborating on, on different things this year. Um, and then following that, of course, <laughs> I'm pretty excited for the drag show. Our drag show, right. um, we had Coach T. He is a, a dancer here. He has his own studio here. Um, he has like a, a dance team, so I'm pretty excited um, for that. Hopefully this year he'll bring some people he brought down from Portland. Um, they really were amazing. Um, it was it was a lot of things going down. I was pretty excited because I've never really been to an actual drag show that had multiple um, drag performers, um, impersonators come out. I mean, we had um, trans men out there, um, you know, and, and they were in drag and full effect. Um, a lot of people were just out there getting the groove on and performing and putting on a show. And it was really, really, it was really, really fun. And it excited. It actually was a showed out, sold out show. Um, and so people were literally banging on the doors trying to get in. It was, oh, wow. it was that sold out. Yeah. Um, that was at the Langston Hughes um, oh. Cultural Center. Whoa, it's, yeah. and it sold out there? It was sold wow. out. When I say sold out, I mean, you you would have thought Beyonce or somebody was okay. in the building. It was like wall to wall, everybody packed. I mean, literally, I, I'm sure we've made over enough money that night. Um, and the tickets were, were pretty reasonable. Okay. Um, and there was a lot of vendors there, too, so... During intermission, you know, people went down and shopped and and, and talked and nice. seen people um, face to face. Um, so I'm excited for the Black Drag Show. Um, <laughs> everything's going to be black, all black everything this year. So I'm pretty excited for that. Um, we have a themed attire party. Um, it's supposed to be the cookout 
like a thing. Um, I'm not I'm not too sure if we're going to step into that yet. Um, if you guys have seen the movie The Cookout, <laughs> I recommend y'all watch that before y'all come Boom, down. What would be so basically come like, come as deep? come as the auntie bringing bringing macaroni and cheese oh. or <laughs> you know <laughs> or or come with knockers in your hair basically nineties theme cookout old <laughs> yes. school e forty you know forties in your hand or you know tank tops on some dickies or or okay. maybe some Cortezes I don't know I sound like I live in L A <laughs> <laughs> I'm in L A now yeah at this point L A cookout okay <laughs> but um we we just try to do fun things and get okay. people to to interacts with us right and, and we like to do fun th- creative things we don't want to just be basic i mean yeah. having a party is always fun but throwing a theme on top of it it gets people out of their elements and in their comfort zone i'm mm-hmm. always talking about comfort zones because we're all comfortable in our own spaces and so kind of pushing people out of their spaces mm. their comfortable spaces and really getting them to be um you know out out and proud and, and liberated well, that that's a. Or do you do you have some more events you want to tell us about? Because I have some questions, some I, more questions for you. I do, but you you can give me some more questions. I'll close out. All right. So you were talking about um, like black spaces and queer spaces. What do you think is important about having uh, black queer spaces? Like, why is that important? It is extremely important. Why is it not important? Um, we've been marginalized and oppressed for so many years, right? We 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 need our spaces. We need to be included in different spaces that are not necessarily ours, um, right? So that we can all get a better understanding of each community yeah. um, and not just be separated and segregated like we have been for many years, which keeps us more oppressed. And so I think when we all, like I said, I'm always talking about our comfort zones and when we all step out of that, I've, I'm a firm believer, you know, um, back in the day, it's been a hardship in, in my transness and my blackness Right. And so but in order for me to reach the peak of my best version of myself and in my spaces that I'm a firm firm in, um, I had to step out of my comfort zone. And so I think in, in everybody's spaces, whether they're cisgender, whether they're heterosexual, I think they should include us in their spaces and we should also include them in our spaces. Right. Um, because I'm tired of people separating us like we're not we're not all living the same experiences. Right. Mm-hmm. It may be totally different and people have different upbringings, but we are all in this together. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we all watch the same shows. Why not? We all buy the same things. We all have the same phone. I got on. I mean, everywhere I go, there's an iPhone whatever it is, you know? And so I feel like when we all jump on that same way that everybody is on, like they are for the glitz and the glam and the showcase of it, then we are getting somewhere when we are kind of getting to the core, um, you know, the core of, of everything. So so that seems to be an argument for why black queer spaces are not important. Mm-hmm. But... What, would you are you would you say that black queer spaces are important? They are truly important. Okay. Yeah. Well. Okay. So, but it sounded like from what you were saying that it, it sounded like you could have been making the argument for why m- less black queer spaces and more integrated spaces are right. important. So, both. Extremely both. Okay. Why, why that's not? Fair. Yeah. Oh, I mean, only because I feel like in order for us to really get somewhere with people mm-hmm. who don't identify as, as us, right? Mm-hmm. We we have to be included in spaces that aren't are necessarily ours. That is true. I mean, otherwise, yeah. Then we, no one moves the dial. But At all. I'm I'm. I guess my question is, and I, and I do I do firmly believe that everybody should be everywhere, and we shouldn't be um, like ghettoized right um for for lack of a better term but is there value 
in having spaces that are just... Specifically for queer folks. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yes. And what is that value? Oh, what is that value? Um, honestly, that value is is really kind of n- not being afraid of, of kind of asking questions about where our spaces are or, or, or even just getting out there and, and using our voices, right? Talking about our work, talking about what we're here doing, talking about what we're going to do um, and, and where we've been, sharing our stories and getting people really on, on, on our side of the fence for once, right? Um, and, and, and particularly just holding each other up, supporting each other, right? I talk about support is literally when you have your good support system down in packs, I mean, you are literally going to get somewhere, right? Um, a lot of people's support systems in, in the queer communities are not really affirmative, a lot of people don't know what affirmative spaces look like. And even in our and even in our community, I think when we stop separating each other, even amongst our community, right? Because as a trans woman, I don't feel included in a lot of queer spaces. Mm. But how can we stop this, this separation and segregation amongst even within our community? And so I think our value has to be at a at a high amongst each other and not kind of not not kind of say people are less than and greater than, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I talk about um, the ballroom scene a lot, you know, because a lot of people show up at ballroom scenes, but a lot of people don't show up at different spaces that are maybe affirmative and, and, and inclusive to, to what they can use in the long run as far as professionalism, personal development skills, mm-hmm. financial literacy skills that mm-hmm. we don't talk about amongst our community, um, right? And, and stop trying to highlight I mean, parties are always fun, yeah, but workshops are just about so, yeah. And so mm-hmm. I think our value, we have to understand our worth, right? Mm-hmm. We have to know what our worth is and we have to know how to use our voices in, in, in places that are inclusive to us, right? I want to, based off of what you were saying, I want to say one thing and I want to ask you something. Um, I want to say that what you just said right there about it being... Uh, more than just about the party. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that I liked about Pacific Northwest Black Pride when I started looking into what you did. Um, Yes, you you do have, you know, the the turn-up events, but then you you seemed like you had... um, like a broader scope. Yeah. You know, you had the networking events, you had the events that were were not just about like, hey, let's go drink, go harm mm-hmm. yourself, go stay mm-hmm. out late, right. go, of course. you know, what what about your betterment? What about... Educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Re- edu- your edification. Your community. Exactly, yes. exactly. Yeah. Let's educate you on, on your history, right? Right. On, on, your, on, on knowing what your value is because right. a lot of people don't know the value of, right. of, 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 their, of their queerness. Right. Right. Or their their ownership and their rights to, to what it is to be queer and, and knowing that you need to de- demand this space. Right. This space is yours because you are not only a human, but you're a black person who's been marginalized and oppressed for so many years. Why silence yourself? Right. So your, your ancestors have fought for you to have exactly. this right. There's a sanity that comes with being with your people, mm-hmm. you know, black spaces, black queer spaces. It's like, oh, I can breathe. For right. a second, at yeah. least for me, because Seattle's very white. There's eighty yeah. percent white people out here, and it it can be a lot. And to yeah. to be able to create those spaces like you all are, 
so that we can come together and connect right. and breathe right. like a collective breath with each other is right. so valuable. Yeah. We had a breathing workshop last year, too. Ooh. I want to highlight that. How many times <laughs> have I realized that I'm walking around and I'm just holding my breath? No, mm-hmm. seriously. Like just straight up just not breathing or just not breathing healthy. really yeah. shallowly. Yeah. You know, because I'm just so tense and on and so, edge. Yeah. It's yep. it's insane. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit more about, for, for those of you listening who are not you know, black and or queer, we're going to talk about allyship mm-hmm. in a little bit. But first, I have a, another follow-up question, and that is, you said something about um, being a trans woman in a queer space sometimes feels It feels uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Can, of course. It, can, I'm curious, like, what do you... Uh, what? And I say that in a very humble way. Yeah. Um, I, I don't mean no harm when I say that. I want to start mm-hmm. off by saying that I mean I, no harm by saying that. And, but a lot of people did, take offense. Huh. Seattle's very sensitive. Oh, well, listen. <laughs> listen, we have already they had church on Facebook, this show. Okay, I, I, yes. I'm, I'm going to start off with an apology first. <laughs> And then I'm going to jump in on where where I'm at with right, that. Right. Um, but I want to apologize. You've already been here too long. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I have. Because they're, they're coming for me. Yeah. Um, but I, I've learned to transition conversations that may, may not go the way that people want them to go. Um, and, and, and I honestly want to say that being a, a trans woman, living a trans experience is totally different than any experience. And, and and not in a in a different different way, right? But it, there is some difference in that. And yeah, we can see eye to eye on so many different things. But understand, my experience as a trans woman is totally different than somebody's experience as a queer person, mm-hmm. right? Who um, might be cis? Yeah, yeah. And 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 so, even for me, I have to understand that there's a difference in that. And there's just like there's a difference when it comes to cisgender women. Right. But how do we agree that we are all so marginalized that we can't even understand that our experiences are somewhat the same, but totally different? And I think even in the queer community, I think a lot of people need to understand that language is very powerful mm. and our voices is very powerful. And the things that we say mean somewhat, somewhat something to us. Right. And so even for me, I, I've, I've been in the ballroom scene um, and, and I'm not in the ballroom scene anymore, but it was fun. And it was a good experience for me. It really got me out of my comfort zone and and out of that area of what I was used to. Um, and I think when, when people get out of that area of what they're used to and accustomed to, then they start to understand the different perspectives and different livelihoods and experiences that people live because you're not focusing on just you. Mm-hmm. You're focusing on everyone. Right. And so even for me, I'm like, I, I understand that we all don't necessarily see eye to eye and there's there's not going to be a lot of agreement in, in any in anything that that is against other people's perspectives or lives experience, right? But one thing I want people to understand is that just because I'm a trans woman does not mean that I'm excluded from different queer spaces because let's be honest, before I was trans person, I came from somewhere. You know what I mean? And so I was queer at some point. I, I was cisgender at some point or I identified it as that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so for me, understand that I, I've experienced the full circle of life in a sense, right? Before I stepped in my trans transness, and so and and I come from where you come from, and and don't look at me like I don't need to be occluded because of who I identify as, because then that that brings different fights and arguments up to the table, and I've I've been in situations where a lot of queer people are in competition with trans people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and I don't mean that in no disrespect, because I've seen it, and and my whole thing is this: 
understand that we are totally different, but we see eye to eye on so many different things. But don't be against me. Get to know me and get to understand me. It seems like a weird fight to pick. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, what? It's like you're you're fight you're looking at your identical twin and being like, oh, you ugly. Yeah. It's like, well, uh, right. Same, same, right? Yeah. Right. That mirror we're, we're reflection. One the same. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. We're one and the same. And yeah. and then I was even talking about how um, I want people to be at my workshops. I I don't want to close people out. I talk about having cisgender people there, cisgender women. I want a cisgender woman on my panel so that we can understand where we're at with each other in our communities. And in Mm -hmm. order for us to do that, I need to invite you into my space and have a conversation with me and my community members because in order for you to understand me and me to understand you, let's talk about it. And and, and I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. And I don't want to argue about it because there's, you know, there's nothing up for debate. Um, but let's talk about it in, in, a, in a positive, healthy way and in, in, in a matter into where we are moving something and we are getting somewhere. And, and, mm-hmm. and our representation is, is for each community, right? I'm representing a trans woman living a, a black experience. And when people look at me and, and, and I might enlighten something in a queer person where I'm like, oh, I, I see you out here doing your thing, right? Give me my props. Show me, show me my love. And because it's not easy walking out the house as a black mm-hmm. trans woman, I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. And 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 even going in black queer spaces because people are so judgmental. Mm-hmm. Stop being judgmental. Stop comparing my life to your life in a yeah. sense to where you're like looking down on me, or or you're looking down on yourself. Because when people are looking down on themselves and comparing themselves to to other people's lifestyle, then what happens? You, you become envious. <laughs> you become jealous, you become hateful, and then there's this underlying compliments that starts to happen, right? I'm sure if you've experienced underlying well, compliments, or you look oh. good for a trans woman, well, damn, <laughs> right? <laughs> what is that? Damn. I just look good, right? About, yeah. I can't just look yeah. good. Well, I gotta look good for a trans woman, and so I think, <laughs> yeah. What do you say? You can't even say <laughs> right? thank you to that. You? Thank you I, and fuck you. Wow. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's why we need to come together. Yes. We need exactly to love right. ourselves. Yeah. Yes. We need to love each other. Yes. We are all living this journey on this planet, and it we is are. together. And I think it we figured together. that out during COVID when we had to separate from <laughs> yeah. each other. We we're like, oh shit, I actually need to be around <laughs> other people sometimes. Anybody at this point, you know. Yeah. <laughs> We social beings, y'all. Right. Yeah. The cats like get the hell out the house and just <laughs> no, <seriously>. everything. <laughs> oh, it's bad, funny. y'all. It's bad. <laughs> but we're, we're coming back from that, and you know we're 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 talking about all of these events and um, queer black spaces, uh, and and not everyone who is listening to this is queer and or black. So what about y'all? So what what's what's your counsel for folks um, in terms of how to be a good ally? Hmm. I think knowing when to step up and step back mm-hmm. and how I think that's always the most important part, because I think sometimes as an ally, you can assume that at least out here in Seattle, they assume they know what we need best and don't really check in to see what we might need uh, mm-hmm. sometimes. Ooh. so Or get mad when we say what we need. Right. I'm thinking about taking Black Pride last year. Hmm. 
there was um, a lot of people upset oh, yeah. about that because the organizers, and just to be clear, Pacific Northwest Black Pride is not, we're not, there are we're not, not the not organizers. No, we're not a part of them. We, we made this. that very clear okay. <laughs> last year. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, Ooh, I'm Paul and I'm not with y'all. Yeah, <laughs> we, we don't want to be in no drama. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so, so the, the organizers, we're uh, trying to be very intentional about creating mm-hmm. um, a POC space. Mm-hmm. So they they said they didn't say that non POC folks couldn't come, but they said that if you were going to come, that you had to like have some skin in the game. You had to pay an entrance fee. Reparations. You had to like yeah, reparations. Sure. You had to like volunteer. Mm-hmm. You had to like give something back. It wasn't gonna be enough for you to just like Come plop yourself and down and like <laughs> in like put your in, lawn chair up out there. Right. And crack and, open the soda. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that <laughs> and as you can imagine, Dr. Katrina, mm-hmm. folks got in their feelings. Oh sure. my God, I'm sure they sure. And there was a big dust up about it. Okay. Um, me personally, I feel like that was an okay thing to do. There was a similar dust up about the bla- the POC yoga. Right. I know you remember that. Yeah. And they had to cancel it. They Why ended can't up canceling. We have our own spaces sometimes. What y'all think we doing in there? I don't know. I don't know. But but uh, <laughs> taking Black Pride, the organizers did not back down, to my understanding. Okay. And everything went forward, and I went, and the event was right on amazing. Okay. Um, and I did see non POC folks handing out waters and whatnot. I was it like, was right. working, huh? <laughs> it was great. I was thirsty. <laughs> yeah. And you probably owed me or my ancestors or my friends' ancestors some reparations Something. any damn way. Yeah. I feel like this little bottle of water that you didn't even have to buy is the least you can do. Mm-hmm. It's the least you can do. So, <laughs> allyship. <laughs> so, we know exactly. that getting me water is on the list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a personal thing. But, uh, um, so what what else, Doctor? Yeah, I mean, knowing when to step up and step back. Mm-hmm. So is that are you donating or like for the party you just mentioned? Does that mean all right? Maybe I won't go tonight and and let them have that beautiful space for themselves, but I'll donate towards the organization mm-hmm. or an organization, right? You know, instead of standing at the door being upset that you now have to do some sort of reparation to come into the POC right. party, right? Like that kind of stuff. Check checking, checking what's going on, right. checking the feelings. Checking what you think you you feel like you need to be in control of, or your fears, or your anxiety, and just like let us be, mm-hmm. let us be. And if I, I would add to that, I agree with all of that. And I would add to that if you are a non um, uh, a non POC and you have uh, a POC partner or partners, mm. I would say <clears throat> a great way to be an ally is supporting your partners attending these events without you Mm -hmm. you know and and not not insisting that you be there um not um guilting them or attempting to thwart thwart their ability to go um i think is a really concrete easy way to be an ally in that situation that is a good one yeah Yeah. and what about you oh allyship (laughs) love it um honestly showing up unpacking um your learned behavior that might have just kept you away mm-hmm. and out of the loop of our community, right? Mm-hmm. Um, unlearning is is the key. 
unlearning so that you can learn something new. Mm-hmm. Um, learn about us. Learn learn where we come from. Get to know us. Don't just come in the room and just be silenced and walking around with water or wine, you know, saying, oh, I was there. I don't mm-hmm. need more than that. Did you talk? Did you did you meet people? Did you but introduce yourself? But also the yourself? water and wine, though. <laughs> the water and wine, yeah. <laughs> and, and eating a little snack on the side, you know, in the back. Come up. Come up. Come, come up into the front. Show up. Right. You know, and don't just be on the outskirts and saying, right. oh, I was there. And also to promote, advertise our stuff, mm-hmm. right? Show show support in, in so many different ways. People are always glued to their phone. What are you doing to give back? I see so many people, po- I mean, a fl- posting a flag and posting a sticker on the back of your car is not enough. I'm sorry. Right. Um, right. Right? Like, live that life. Yeah. Like Get have- out here and show us that you are supporting us. Yeah. Show us that you are representing us, right? You know, it's it's interesting, and this is just another instance of why these things are, are difficult to navigate sometimes. Um, you know, I would say that I, I disagree, and I feel like when non-POC folks are in uh POC, like intentional POC spaces, I would actually prefer that they don't take center stage. I, I want you to step back. I don't need you to be in the center of it. Because for me, the point is for me to be in the center of it. Right. I don't Highlight want me. you yeah. inserting your, if you're going to be here, be behind the I actually need you <laughs> in the margins. I don't, I don't need you in the thick In the front center, yeah. I don't, you know, if it's a POC dance party, I don't need you standing right next to the DJ, flailing your arms around and taking up a bunch of space. Right. You know, that upsets me Mm -hmm. personally. Um, But it sounds like, you know, maybe you feel differently about it. I don't want them on the dance floor, but, you know. Okay. At least enough to know that I see you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not hiding. Yeah. In a sense of hiding. You know, a lot of people yeah. are always scared. It's like, we're not, yeah. we're well, not no, I don't do want you scared. You. No, I'm saying, you know, a lot of people who, who aren't POC. Yeah. They they are walking down the street. I'm across the street. You know, I, I see a lot of that. And and mm-hmm. don't be afraid of us in, in a sense. And that's kind of where I where I was going with that. Yeah. I see um, what you're saying. You know, and, 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 and be comfortable. Yeah. Don't be looking uncomfortable. Like, you know, constipated and just. Got that nonchalant look on your face, you know, and yeah. and so just be comfortable and yeah. and and don't be afraid of us. We're not we're not gonna hurt you. We're not gonna steal from you. And and we're looked at in, in that light, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because they see these things on TV and 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 they think that we're all like this, right? And so the worst moment I could tell you, and I, I if there are any other like POC folks listening to this, I you you might uh, you know recognize this but if you are in um like a non-poc space and some somebody has something go missing uh that is so yep. uncomfortable it is so You're uncomfortable right. it's just a, it, they're like damn i know yeah it's gonna look at silly. me immediately yes. <laughs> that is always the case that is all and then we it's gotta true. look we, we seriously right. didn't steal it but you know okay. we in our hearts and hearts we're like well, dumping damn, my bag we <laughs> No, Here, I check my bag. Check my bag. I'm I'm I always I always do the soft shoe out the room at that point. I'm like, yeah. oh, time to go to the bathroom. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Let me exit. <laughs> that is the most uncomfortable thing ever. I do not wish that on nobody. Please have all your belongings Please, with you. Be responsible for your stuff. Have a whole sign in the front of the door. Please yeah. keep your stuff on you. 
Okay. <laughs> don't don't go to the bathroom. Leave your iPhone at the bar uh-huh. and then come back looking at me. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's your responsibility. That's not how you pay that bill. I don't. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Uh anyway. So so yeah. don't if you want to be an ally, another pro tip, don't be that person. Yes, please. Okay. Don't, don't be tra- that Karen. Don't go, be that Karen. Don't keep track of your Karen. shit. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and don't look at the black person in the room if something turns up missing. Yes. Right. Um but but I think, you know, the the bigger the bigger kernel in that is um if assume good intentions. Yeah. Right? You know, that that goes to your point, Major. Like don't don't come and be afraid right. and don't come and expect the worst right. and and you know or you know start accusing people of stealing your stuff or it's yeah. just not that's not how you want to center yourself yeah in, standing close to the door yeah yeah like yeah. don't don't do that <clears throat> um i don't know any any other I mean, I think we'd be finger pointing at people when we really have an internal struggle going on. Mm-hmm. And so anytime somebody's coming coming at you, anytime someone's come at me, I've had to like stand in peace and empathy and just be like, if you're trying to attack me right now, that means there's something going on with you that really ain't yeah. right. And it's like, cool. I'm sorry, baby. You know, like that, that being that way, thinking that way, I, that that's why there's this constant like barrage of attacks because it's like we've all been through so much and mm. we expect other people to mm. come for us and so we come for them first sometimes and yeah. it's like what would happen if we came at each other with love? Right. It's like not that I'm better than you, you know, no judgment, just like you're a human being having a difficult experience sometimes right. just like I am and having that empathy. Mm. Yeah. So it seems like just kind of laying down that layer of defensiveness, mm. perhaps. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, and it's funny that you say that, Dr. Katrina, because I feel like um, since we've all been re-released into the wild <laughs> post-pandemic, I've been having a lot um, a lot of interactions or a lot more interactions with people that are aggressive, Hmm. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think it's overwhelming to come back into the world in this way. You know, we've kind of <laughs> forgot what it was like to interact with each other yeah. every day. Yeah. You know, I feel you know how now it's like if you're feeling unwell, stay home. I feel like that should also extend to emotionally. Like if you are feeling yeah. like angry and unwell, Stay your ass at home. Stay home. Please don't breathe in my face with your negative energy. Like I wish, I I, there's not a mask for that. I wish there was. (laughs) Blaming people for their problems. Right. Blame me for your problems. Anyway, that we're we're straight into a whole other episode right now. (laughs) I feel like love yourself to be a good ally. Yes. Wow, that was it. Starts within. Boom. Mm-hmm. Yep, Good. it does. Good. So, with with that, um, why don't you finish off by telling us about the the rest of uh, Pacific Northwest's Pride's events? And I know I don't think I've heard you talk about the monthly events that y'all have. So mm-hmm. I definitely want to hear about that. And then if there are any artists that you want to highlight or that you're listening to right now that we could put a link to. Um, oh, and a website. Did we share a website at all? Contact information. We, I know it'll we, be on online. But. So I will give a gist of like a few more workshops, but okay. I, I want people to go on our website and read for themselves yep, right and kind of get a, a more broader gist of what we're going to do. Um, <laughs> but I will highlight, um, and, I, and I definitely will highlight one of um, 
the artist who who is a trans woman and and she is amazing at what she does and and she's on different podcasts and and different she's actually on Fox Soul right now um and she um was talking about trans youth and rights um more on a political side um What's but name? I will highlight it her name, her name is Nina um never ending Nina on YouTube oh. um and her song is called Soul um okay. one of my faves um but she'll be here performing um she'll be here performing August 21st at um we'll be at the Hendrix Park Mm. um cool yeah Yeah. so she'll be there um but our workshops um let me jump into those just a few of them because we we are kind (laughs) of we're trying to put them all in okay yeah um but we have we do have some different workshops it will be at a hotel i believe in c-tech or tukwila i think those kind of cities coincide same same yeah it's right there um and so I'm pretty excited about that. Last year went really well. This year, I hope hopefully we're at full capacity, um, and people are waiting to get in um, because the more workshops, um, the more informative things that we can share and help our community, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we will have a, some workshops. I will be facilitating um, the trans women's workshop. Um, we I'm going to have a small panel um, with some trans um, leaders um, and speakers. On my paddle, I'm pretty excited. I'm hopefully trying to get um, a black trans um, attorney out of Baltimore. I had her on, on our um, workshop. She chimed in on Zoom last year, which was really helpful because mm-hmm. she shared her experience on what it's like on, in the political side of things. Um, so I was really grateful that. And then I had um, Derek, my, my good brother Derek. He is actually the co-founder of Ubuntu, um, oh, which sure. is, um, you've heard of them? Mm-hmm. Oh, and, I have and, not. Um, I've had him on on our panel last year, which was really, really amazing Um, because even though it's a trans woman's workshop, uh, we didn't necessarily have a space for trans men, which is kind of, you know, because I'm I'm a trans woman and we don't really have a person in in our organization that um, no longer um, because Lee, um, Jonathan, I'm not sure if you know Lee at Ingersoll, um, but he used to be in in the position that I am now, um, I think a year, a couple of years ago. Um, so I was pretty excited to have uh, some trans masculine energy in the room and given um, his ex- his perspective and his experience um, of his life and what he's been through and also highlighting his organization and what they're about. Um, and so I was pretty grateful for that because he even started talking about um, trans uh, relationships and how when our partner doesn't identify or isn't trans, um, they're transitioning with us. So that was that was very good. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's mm-hmm. deep, you know, because we forget. I forget about that. I'm like, I'm focusing on my transition. I'm not right. focusing on yours. I just expect you to love me. So <laughs> <laughs> right. And so I was I was really grateful and, and it opened my eyes um, on something new and interesting for me um, as a trans woman, right? Because we all can compare and, and relate. Um, living a trans experience. So I was truly grateful for that. Um, but we will have that um, workshop again this year. Um, I'm going to highlight Garden um, Eden's Garden, um, which is a black trans masculine film um, based out of um, the East Coast, I believe. I want to say New York. No, I don't want to quote quote that one, but I'm just say New York because it is in the East Coast. Um, but they are coming. <laughs> it's the only place in the East Coast yeah. that matters. <laughs> the main place. Um, mm-hmm. But they will be coming down. They'll have a, a trans man um, seminar and they will be doing a screening for their film. Um, and then they'll talk about um, what their film was about and, and certain stories. Um, okay. And links to all of this are on Link is all of this is to our Pacific North um, West Black Pride um, website. It is nwblackpride.org. 
And we will also have a link to that in the show notes and yeah. on our website. Yes, I, I will definitely send you that link over. Um, so you guys can go down and, and see every event and, and things that we're going to be having um, for that whole weekend. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited because we are also having our um, our drag show and um, reception, I believe, at the um, Rainer Culture Center. So I'm pretty excited because it's yes. in the it's in the neighborhood, it's right. in the community, and it's right down the street from you. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited because I'm like, no excuses this year. Yeah. Okay, I better right. see you there. You gonna be my date? Our workshop. <laughs> so speaking of Zay, speaking of Zay, speaking of Zay, we are Ooh, having a black queer. <laughs> we are having a black queer prom as well. So I'm oh. pretty excited. Oh, that's fun. That's um, fun. I'm pretty excited uh, that I. That kind of is well. It's in the works. I'm, I'm, I'm. We're, we're, we're trying to create it now. We said we had a conversation at our Black Pride um, meeting, um, and prom came up, and I thought that was cute. Oh, like, oh, that is so cute. Busy over there. Yes. We are going to be busy. Okay, mm-hmm. everything for everybody, y'all. No, seriously. <laughs> um, and and let me think. Yeah. So we had that. We also have a ball going on as well. Um, the ball will be for underage, so underage is welcome. Oh, good. And then after, cool. and then so we will have two things going on as well. We will have the ball um, that's open to all ages, and then it will be another party going on for the adult. There, there <laughs> the adult, does okay. need you know, to be the more grown space folks, yeah. for queer youth. Exactly. Yeah. There's right? not a space for yeah. queer youth, especially in Tacoma and in Seattle, yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as partying and balls and stuff goes, right? There's always liquor involved, and we know when a little right. liquor is involved, you got to have that idea out. Nope. And so, um, and I'm pretty also, we don't, I don't. I don't think that we want our youth in that. Not at all. At least, you know, I, no. Not at all. Grown <laughs> folks' business is grown right. folks' business, right. even though... Right. These kids is running around here looking wrong. Um, but we are going to have that. Um, so I'm excited that we are doing that this year because mm-hmm. it, it gives people kind of two different spaces. And, and you know, our, our people who are not in the ballroom scene as well um, can be attending the party. Um, you know, so I'm pretty excited for that. Um, what else do we have? I think I pretty much covered it all. Oh, our first Fridays of each month. Um, we do do we we do different locations and different venues and bars. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't we we don't just have it at um, one place. We specifically try to find places that are um, black owned, um, only because we want to give back and we want people to support us, right? And then also too, we want to pr- be able to have them promote for us. Um, so we collaborate on on different things. Um, so we try to keep it at a, a black owned um, bar or restaurant. Um, or venue, so I'm pretty excited for that. Our gatherings as well is more of a social mixer. Um, and is that monthly? It's more intimate. Uh, it is monthly as well. Okay. Um, so I'm pretty excited for that because we we also have our our monthly parties and then we also have our gathering, which is more intimate and and, and you know more of a connection. Um, usually parties people are too busy twerking and trying to <laughs> and trying to meet their lover or you know find they match for the night. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, but this is more of an intimate feel and it gives people a, a, a quieter space to kind of just talk and converse. And share, um, and you know, maybe even meet your man or your woman there, or whoever right. you know, they, them, and theirs, you know. Mm. And so, um, it gives us the opportunity, and I love how we split that down the middle because we don't want to just keep it focused on partying. We're not right. just about partying. We're, yes. we're we're serious people too, you know. We we handle our business and we party, um, and we also are all looking for connections and loves and and friends and mm-hmm. companions. Um, so I'm grateful that we we always try to. Split things down the middle and not just have one space for for one particular thing and, and not the other. Um, so I'm Great. excited that we're doing that. 
please feel free to come to our next. We actually are having a party tonight. Um, but I can't highlight that because <laughs> but there is a party tonight. Um, I'll let you guys know after the white party, right? The all white party. Right. Um, and then it's also our executive director, Stephen Sewers, um, birthday party. Him mm-hmm. and his um fiance, uh male's birthday party, their birthday is like back to back. So oh, wow. Um <laughs> they're having a celebration tonight, which is an all white party. Um and then on the other side it'll be a um It'll just be a regular... Well, people are still more than welcome to wear all white. If they're not going to um, attend Stephen's birthday party, they still are more than welcome to wear all white. But there will be two different sides um, and two different parties going on. And mm. Stephen's party is more of an in- invite situation, um, guest list situation. So it's not really open to everybody. Um, but it's still going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Excellent. So, yeah. And you can find... You can find our workshops and our different events that we do each year and every month. Um, and we also just post our, our programs and stuff as well. So I will, I will drop that link as well so you guys can know about our organization just in case, you know, you do come out here and you are queer and black and you're looking for a space or you're looking for some um, assistance, whether it's through healthcare or, you know, counseling or whatever it is you're looking for. You know, we're, we're a health equity um, organization. So we are always giving back to the community and helping others and changing lives first and foremost. So that's what's up. Thank you. (laughs) Thank the organization and thank you for Mm -hmm. doing what you do. Thank you. And thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. And now, you know, just to to take us out, is there an artist that you'd like to highlight? Oh, (laughs) I already highlighted her. Um, Nina, never ending. Um, Nina, on YouTube. Look her up. My favorite song is Soul. Check it out. She's a great performer. Her visuals are amazing. She will be here August 21st. We do have my boy Rico from Chasing Atlanta. A lot of people don't watch that show, but it is a, a black queer show based out of Atlanta. Um, it's more of a drama type of reality show. Um, but it, it shows the lives that we we experiences and, you know, struggles and things that we all face. Um, it's a lot of artists on there, so they're all trying to make their way, just being black and queer um, and getting their name out there. Um, so we are going to have Rico with the K coming down. I'm pretty excited for that. Um, who else do we have coming down? I think that's all we really truly have. Well, all that I kind of know of, because those are my two people that I'm pulling in. Um, and then a few other local artists as well. I don't have any names for those, but they are local. They are queer and they are black um, and they are thriving and their music is truly amazing. I do know one person um, I can probably throw out that's locally, um, Randy. Um, oh, yeah. We highlighted Randy. You guys highlighted Randy? Yeah. Oh, I love Randy. So Randy will be down as right. well. I, I'm well, trying maybe, to lock Randy in. Maybe what we'll have you do is put together a little playlist for us, mm-hmm. and then we'll put a link to the playlist yeah. Yeah, in the cool. show notes. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, y'all, keep on living and loving in color. <laughs>